What, what happened to our music? I got rid of it. Did you? <laughs> yeah. I feel like that was that's a meeting decision. we didn't have. <laughs> we should have had. Um, Hello. I was doing my shirt. Oh no, I was looking at them. Now the lights have gone down, now I can't see them. Who are it's you? All right. It's alright, I had a quick look. They're all minging. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you're right, turn them back down. <laughs> How you guys doing? Welcome to Regular Features. <laughs> Episode 250-something. We don't know. Yes. Welcome to Regular Features. <laughs> Is, is this anybody's very first regular feature show? Yeah, right here. Oh, fuck. Oh, oh hang That's on. That's a lot. Is Light, it, wait. Lights up again. Is it, any, is it anyone's first regular features? Well, they don't know what you it is. You are going to have a terrible time. <laughs> <laughs> so in jokey. Yeah, he's anything. fit as well. <laughs> he's a little haughty. That you, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You or the other guy behind you. No, you're fit, I'm saying. It doesn't matter if he's your first one or not. But... <laughs> Take you a fucking are. compliment, mate. <laughs> if you're going out with each other, well done. Hot couple. Hot couple of the night. If you're not, then I'm sorry for implying that something as horrible as that. <laughs> I think I know that guy. And uh, <laughs> I think he came to a party once and he was dressed like um, fucking the dude from Narcos. <laughs> what? Who's the, the real-life dude from Narcos? Pablo Escobar. Pablo Escobar. Is that right? Did I make that up? Did I make that up? No. No, I'm glad. That's, really <laughs> <laughs> that's a really weird thing to make up. By the way. Yeah. You made it extra you... confusing by going, no, no. Yeah, we did me. Yeah. <laughs> What's that? Yeah, Pablo Jesus. <laughs> Classic <laughs> drug lord talk. <laughs> Duplicitous. Good. That's the yeah, uh, that audience. That includes the making the audience <laughs> uncomfortable segment <laughs> of the show. All right, should I begin? Yes. I've got a feature. Good. You've all got scripts underneath your chairs. Oh, I've hidden it. Uh, oh, wait. Ooh, this is, Preparation. This is a hefty sheaf. Yes, quite long. <laughs> Sorry. It's all right, we'll just rattle it off, it'll be fine. So I was told recently that I was still wasn't a proper member of the podcast because I'd never done a Doctor Who script. No, we said until you deleted an episode and then you just did that out of spite. No, that's one of three things I haven't done. That did it. And then Doctor Who scripts, my second off the checklist. So I've done it. And everyone's in it, except Matt. Right, let's begin. We begin in media res. <laughs> what the hell is that like? Oh, wait, I've got to tell everyone what they are. Logs the Doctor. Hey Gav's uh, a foul-mouthed Brixton girl, Genevieve. I can do that. And, and Steve's a tiny, tiny Italian priest, Pietro. <laughs> So this is an episode of Doctor Who that you've written? Yeah. How tiny are we talking for this priest? Uh, 3-5. Three-fifths. <laughs> Three-fifths <laughs> three of a real priest. <laughs> of the Doctor. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> uh, we I begin in Media Res. I, I, I just want to know what Media Res means. Is this me being... It means we're in the middle of a scene. Oh, that's it. Okay, it's that as if. Imagine, no, imagine okay. the theme tunes played. I, You're I such a posh prick. I don't always. <laughs> I, I don't. I draw the line at int day bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> I don't watch or respect int Doctor Who Tardis. <laughs> I'm assuming sometimes they int start question mark Tardis. <laughs> <laughs> it's never day or night upon the Tardis. <laughs> it is all times at once. You know so much more about Doctor Who than I do. So let's stop. Begin. I've seen when they put the lights up, there's some women in. Let's not talk about that. Oh, yeah. Because oh, they can be Doctor Who's now and all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
We begin in the middle of a scene. Phew. Who would have thought that just one time, Lord, a foul-mouthed Brixton girl and a tiny, tiny Italian priest could take on space's biggest bad boys and win? We did pretty well today. Wouldn't you agree, Genevieve? Yeah, but look at the fucking state of this TARDIS. Do they swear in Doctor Who? Like it, sailors. It <laughs> <laughs> They're probably Star doing tortures. They bum in tortures. They definitely swear. <laughs> Sticking our fists up those baby aliens, omni assholes, and pulling out their soft spines might have been the only way to save whatever planet that was. But it's turned this police box into a right shithole. You say, do they swear? Then you wrote shithole. Because I added fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Improv in the spirit of the fringe. (laughs) (laughs) It could really do with some home improvement. Ha ha ha! I do love your impression of the home improvement grunt, Pietro. Spot on. I tee him up, Pietro fucks him down. A good time ad by all. Ha 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 ha! Doctor Who. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh. Didn't you get it, Pietro? It's a time joke because we are the sort of like time policemen and space policewomen. And only in that order, because sexism finally won. You fucking donkey, Pietro. (laughs) 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 What in the shit-shining piss of our man in Havana? Pietro, can you only make the grunt from the end of the opening credits of Home Improvement, albeit with modular entertainment? (laughs) (laughs) What? I'm just trying that sentence again. I think I think I could do it better. <laughs> Pietro, can you only make the grunt from the end of the opening credits of Home Improvement, albeit with modular intonations to indicate mood? <laughs> <laughs> right. Come here. <laughs> the Doctor and Genevieve pry open Pietro's mouth using a car jack. A close-up reveals that his uvula is now a perfect, if miniaturised, facsimile of actor Tim Allen's head. <coughs> Doc, whose vortex of an arse do I need to suckle to get an answer by what's going on here? Is it yours? Because I don't know anyone else with a voice for an arse. It's a puckered old neutron star, actually, but that's another story. Also, shut up, Genevieve. This is no time to get me all horned up. Something here is wrong. Very wrong. The doctor runs over to some instruments, prods at them, seems dissatisfied, pulls a lever and backflips to a screen half a mile away while drinking a coffee. (laughs) We hear the faint, tinny sound of the regular features theme tune being played from a speaker. We don't, because you've got to put on your phone. That would be more effective if you'd heard it at the start of the show. (laughs) Maybe the crowd could sing it now. No, don't know. (laughs) I know who's done this. I just hope to Jesus... That's one for you, Pietro, because you're a priest, which I haven't mentioned in a while. I just hope to Jesus that we can do something about it. That's the end of the scene. Uh, Before we get to scene two, um, I was meant to bring a prop for this. Um, I've forgotten it. So, but I think I've actually got a good replacement that I spotted behind the piano. Uh, Matt, could you come out? Yay! Matt Lee. Wow. 
you'll see quite soon that, I, that as, as Matt pointed out we earlier didn't. today, I am literally objectifying him. He didn't even say hello to me on the way in. <laughs> Scene two, Matt Lee's house. And now I'm in the characters of me and stage directions. And this bit's me. You'll be able to tell shortly. <laughs> hello, I'm Joe Scrabbles from the podcast Regular Features. We just performed a rip-roaring show at the Canal Cafe Theatre on Monday the 7th of August, 2017. I performed my first ever Doctor Who script and was finally accepted by the readers. Don't, don't. It's clap. been a big night for me. Sadly, I was so busy charming everyone and being bought expensive drinks in the bar that I missed... <laughs> it's funny because... You are fuming that you bought a really massive round last time. No yes. He's I know it a four few times of you. on the way here tonight. I know a few of you owe me. Uh, <laughs> being bought expensive drinks in the bar that I missed the last train home. Thankfully, my good friend, Matt Lees, offered me a lift back to his house in his huge car and a couch to crash on. Over a nightcap, we talked and laughed until amidst the adrenaline crash, he fell asleep on the sofa. I covered him with a blanket, but I'm not yet sleepy myself. So I'm just sitting here, watching him, listening to his night sounds. <laughs> this is stage directions now. A TARDIS flies through the wall, making all the expected noise of smashing masonry and screaming metal. Somehow, the wall remains bafflingly intact because of time. <laughs> Matt remains asleep because he's proper zonked out. Our heroes emerge. I am the Doctor. I'm Genevieve. <laughs> Hello. Tonight you performed a feature in which you wrote a Doctor Who script, finally aligning your podcast status with every other member of the podcast. This was a terrible mistake. Why? The script was never meant to be. You had no right. The fabric of reality was only built to withstand mild comedy rifts on the inherent silliness of Doctor Who from the original members of regular features. Your edition has shifted us one step beyond truth. You've nudged us into a space between realities, trapped us in a maelstrom of madness where nothing has happened, so anything can happen. What are you talking about? Nothing's gone mad. Everything's exactly the same. <laughs> Sorry, I was um, looking at Steve for approval there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, open that door. So <laughs> now. <laughs> How does it sound like me? <laughs> Shit. You fuck it all, you stupid prick. There's only one thing for it. Your previous reality's been compromised. Your mum's a horse. Your dad's 14 year old. It's kaput. We need to have you merge with another reality, a reality where you are more perfectly a cohesive part of the regular features podcast. Can you think of something, anything else, that everyone on regular features has done, but you haven't? Well, I... Shit, you should have changed quicker. <laughs> anything! Anything! <laughs> Sorry, so you say, well, I again. Well, I... Anything! Anything! <laughs> <laughs> Okay. What is it? Quickly now, I need a wee. Well, it's simple, but... No buts, you fucking piss. Tell us. Well, everyone else on the podcast is... <laughs> it's just... 
It's sad, but it's true. Grabbed Matt's dick while he was asleep. <laughs> of course! Please, for the sake of everything you hold close, make what you are holding close at this precise moment in time your unknowing friend's penis. I don't know if I can. Suddenly, doctors from every conceivable reality begin arriving in the room, phasing into existence, appearing impossibly from behind curtains or just knocking on the door to come in. There are too many to count, although if the viewer was to guess, it would be between 40 and 60, depending on ticket sales. As one, they begin a rousing, beautiful chant with our heroes. Grab, grab his, his dick. dick. Grab his dick. Grab his dick. Grab his dick. Okay. Grab his dick. Okay. Grab his dick. 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 Palm glowing golden at the minute. <laughs> is it, is it over? Said the people who you for the first time. <laughs> There's only one way to find out. Pietro. Mamma mia. <laughs> Our father, who art in heaven. Allod. Praise be. Time is safe once more. I am still the best, and Joe is indisputably a real member of regular features. And no one, henceforth forthwith, can have a problem with him. <laughs> Genevieve, Pietro, let's bounce. Oi, oi, sexy. Where are we going now? Can we go to a fun planet? God, I get all the longest lives. <laughs> You're the fucking doctor. I am. And I heard tell of a planet in the year 789 cubed. After countless millennia, a lost emergency probe containing all human media crashed into its surface, just as its dominant species became sentient. For millennia more, the species kept the probe as a, as a religious symbol, a perfect promise of its own future. When the species scientists acquired the engineering skill to interface with the probe, it malfunctioned, playing only a single line of a single song a single time. It became a sacred religious intonation for this culture, not unlike a Catholic chant. The song was by Smash Mouth. <laughs> was it? Some body once told me the world is gonna roll me. Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck That's you all. <laughs> that is the one. Are you just making all this shit up? Yes. Let's see who can piss furthest up a Dalek's metal dress. <laughs> the trio of heroes get into the TARDIS and fuck off sharpish, leaving Matt... Uh, no, leaving Joe still holding Matt's quickening schlong. A ghoulish smile crosses his face. Fade to black. Yay! I, al I always like regular features, and it's always one of yours, or his, where you've... You've come up with one line, and then you build your entire feature <laughs> yeah. around it. And some... Added that some right at the end, mate. <laughs> it was shit. That's uh, good. Right, I, I remember having you on the, my back, riding around on my back, so, with the audience shouting, one of us, to you, Joe. <laughs> when are you going to get over this? Yeah. <laughs> You're part of the podcast. Someone on Reddit said it. 
So. Joe, I think you should leave. <laughs> we've actually got we've got four mics, five people, and well, we got five chairs, but ignore that. Um, so yeah, we're we're gonna sit with you, scum, oh, in between doing features. Are you? Joe's gonna nestle himself uh, embedded. You just face the wall like like you the end of Mrs. Blur. Flathead? You can sit on Mrs. Flathead if you want. <laughs> okay, I like that. Yeah, yeah that's cool. That's I cool. should point out that it's like Stato. <laughs> I should point out for, for, for you and for readers at home that I did see Joe's script in advance, so that what, there was consent involved there. <laughs> it, no, I know it didn't appear to that way. I grabbed harder than I meant it. <laughs> <coughs> you grabbed the wrong bit, baby. Right. Shall I do a feature now? Hello, he everybody. What did he... Hey. I just... I, uh, for those listening at home, I crawled out from behind a piano and then uh, got my cock grabbed by Joe in silence. It's like a, um, oh, who's that guy who does really depressing Scottish films? Ken Loach. <laughs> He's Scottish? No, but he makes a lot of films in Scotland, I don't know. Look, it's depressing, all right? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so, uh, also, I really like this idea where we can say whatever we want happened and the people at home just have to, yeah, uh, Joe grabbed his dick yeah. and Matt just jizzed all over <laughs> that Shut guy. I'm pointing at a guy with headphones and he put his hands in the air. And now the police are standing at the back of the room tapping their watch. <laughs> <laughs> all right, police, give us a break. Like the we end started of the late, mile. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so I was on a stag weekend uh, this weekend. Oi, oi. Oi, oi, uh, it was fine. Um, we we <laughs> did a collection of things where we basically did like it was it was billed as being zombie survival, but it's basically like let's let men was hold weaponry. They have many zombies in Bath. It was actually on the outskirts of Bristol. So. As you were for future, am I right? That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, a joke for four people all sitting here, yeah. <laughs> and none of us laughed. Yeah. <laughs> so I was at a uh, stag weekend, and basically we did a thing. We did crossbows. We did uh, bows. I'm not going to do the sound effects for all of them. We did throwing axes. What? And, uh, Sounds like you're doing all the sound assault rifles, well, semi semi automatic rifles. Bang! Yeah, I did. I lied. I did all. I did a sound effect for all of them. Up, um, up until the last one, that was. All right, let me try again. No, please don't. <laughs> it took a fucking millisecond, Steve. Do a drum solo. <laughs> What's a drum He's like solo? like Jonesy from Police Academy. <laughs> he didn't play the drums on the stag dude. Hello, welcome to Britain's Got Talent. <laughs> <laughs> all right. But it left it at home. Anyway, it was a stag do, and it was really good fun. Throwing axes was great fun. I was absolutely shit at it because I was weak and shit. Um, I, and then crossbows were good, bows were good. And actually, like, you know, semi-automatic rifles were okay, but a bit weird because you kind of pull a trigger and there's no recoil and no noise, and it's just like that could have killed someone from a mile away. And you kind of go, fuck. <laughs> uh, but also, I was quite good at it, so it was conflicting. <laughs> um, Killing people from a mile away, you were good at that. Well, I mean, I, I'm extrapolating. I could shoot a paper target from 15 feet away, so probably, yeah. Um, so watch out, paper targets. <laughs> <laughs> One of them went right through the middle. That's where the weakest. <laughs> <laughs> right through. So... Basically, there was a, one of the guys who was telling us how to use gun safety, and it was one of these things where immediately, right off the bat, I thought, this guy is a fucking piece of shit. Um, he was in his 40s, 50s, and he was just straight off the bat with some really toxic banter. 
Was like, he in your stop firing your gun into the ear and going ah? Was, was, was he in your stag group or was he the guy to walking you? He around? was the guy who was d telling us how to use this assault rifle. Uh, this did he call himself Weapon Master? No, but he <laughs> you can tell he called himself that in front of the mirror at home. <laughs> and he just sort of like within a minute was like, oh, here's the thing that you can use to sand the gun if you're too weak, you know, if you're a woman or a sissy. And I'm like, uh, fucking oh. hell. And then it was like within minutes we were just actually found out three people independently had started calling him Brexit Dad. Um, <laughs> which was I thought telling. But then it, it was also like at one point, like one of the guys had to stand on something because he was short and like he couldn't do the thing properly. And they were like, they obviously had a thing that people could stand on. Yeah. Yeah. And it was a stump, and he was like, Oh, the stump of shame. It's like, what well, is it shameful to be a short person? Like, uh, now? Uh, press Z to go prone unless you've got tits. <laughs> <laughs> But there was a bunch of. <laughs> that's, that's, I mean, that's a tutorial for every video game these days. But there was, there was uh, lots of things where I just thought, fucking hell. And you know what? These days, I'm actually like, I try as I get older um, to actually be better at being somebody who actually, like, sort of sticks their oar in and actually goes, actually, yeah, mate. Yeah. No. Yeah. I try and get involved a lot more. I'm a lot more like, aggressive with this stuff. Definitely. But it's funny how when someone's holding a, a semi automatic rifle, you kind of don't. Yeah, but you're going to yeah. be holding that gun in a bit. So <laughs> exactly. Like, exactly. Bite your tongue and say, you've got the gun. Hey, mate, I've got a few things to say. <laughs> About what you just said. <laughs> no, because it's Thanks like, you want to... Thanks me your weapon, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> you want to be like... And the point of the start was like, all right, yeah. And no one said anything. And he's like, well, come on, say something. And it's like, you're holding a oh, fucking fuck gun. Off. Like, when people are talking to you with a gun, you just listen, all right? Anyway, um, I hope you shot him at the end of this. <laughs> oh, mate, I really wish I had. But instead of that, I basically, there was one thing he said, right? There was one thing he said that really rubbed me up the wrong way. But I was only half listening and I wasn't really thinking about it and didn't really clock. I was like, that's, hmm, that's really. And then later on in the day, I clocked what it was and I was fucking furious. It wasn't about me, was it? <laughs> no. It, but no it was about Gav. I'm going over there. Just <laughs> <laughs> shoot him. Just oh. unfurls. His After he said this, Have I thought... Have you seen this guy? There's <laughs> <laughs> a picture of me. Everyone shoot him. Like, no, I can't. <laughs> I got it right in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought afterwards, I thought two things. I thought, I'm going to fucking write this on TripAdvisor. And also, I'm going to write a fucking feature. So, basically, right, what he said was, he said, oh, this is the only uh, semi-automatic uh, long-range rifle available for recreational use in the UK now thanks to some prior governments making some knee-jerk reactions to previous events. And it was like, it wasn't until later that day I thought, that's fucking Dunblane, mate. Yeah. Like, knee-jerk reaction to fucking Dunblane. You know, I just thought, oh, God, I wouldn't impress him on this. Only 12 quids, chill out. So I just thought, this man is a piece of shit. And I wasn't able at the time to go, mate, can you shut your mouth, you're a piece of shit, because he's holding a very high-powered weapon. But I can do that now, yeah. approximately 120 miles away, on a podcast. He's got an email address. Someone. I'm going to put it on TripAdvisor. Don't tell him that we're doing <laughs> this. I'll <laughs> fucking link to this podcast on TripAdvisor, all right? Everyone else there was really lovely. I had a really good thing. It was called Max Events or something. I don't know. I'll, I'll, yeah. Anyway, right. So, this is Choose Your Own Brexit Dave Gun Gun Adventure. <laughs> He's called Brexit Dave. I don't know what his real fucking name was. He's a twat. <laughs> it is a bright June morning in Bristol town. You stretch both your guns, your arms above your head and look down upon your gloriously portly man belly. How many manly beers has that bastard dealt with? What a trooper. What a body. God bless Brexit Dave, the man that you are. You've got a full day of guns and shooting ahead of you. How best to start off your entirely average day? Do you want to read the news? Do you want to kiss your wife on the lips? Or do you want to make your children breakfast? Fuck my wife. 
You can't Don't do that. Don't fuck my wife. But <laughs> I'm them. Brexit it's Day. It's up, it's up to these guys. What do you guys think? You can't. We can't fuck Steve's wife. He doesn't. He doesn't have a wife. What I meant was be dismissive of my wife, <laughs> because I'm Brexit Dave. You feel that that's how breakfast. he treats. We're making the children breakfast. Okay. Opening the cupboard and reaching behind the tea bags, as you do every morning, you pull out down a box of Kevin and Timothy's absolute favourite, hollow point rounds. <laughs> Entirely legal within the UK for the purposes of safely hunting deer and vermin without the risk of ricochet to third parties, but less legal in the chamber of 2.38 Smith & Wesson special revolvers. Six hollow point bullets for Timothy and six hollow point bullets for Kevin. A little bit naughty, but if you can't treat yourself for breakfast once on a blue moon, then you're probably a sissy or a killjoy or a kraut. <laughs> what do you want to do next? Kiss your wife on the lips or read the news? You pick up your copy of Guns and Ammo magazine, 1995 guide to picking a 9mm pistol. The news today is good news. Guns are still good, and the horrifying events of 1996 have yet to strike the United Kingdom like an awful legislation-based hammer. Hell, they aren't going to take your guns away, Dave. They aren't going to take your precious guns away. You repeat this mantra in the mirror for 10 minutes, whilst attempting to thumb your flaccid penis into life. <laughs> The only thing less to do is to kiss your wife on the lips. You up for that? Let's do it. Gav? Just give her a little kiss. Running your fingers along the curves of her body, you gently flick the catch that releases the spent <laughs> ammo from your Heckler & Koch HK416. Or as you prefer to call it, my beautiful wife. <laughs> Squeezing the shoulder stock lightly between your thighs, you kiss it sharply and firmly on the tip of the barrel, not with any sense of passion, you understand an expression reserved wholly for women and for gays. No, you kiss it like a confused businessman from Slough kissing their Japanese client because they presumed it to be part of their inferior and frankly wacky culture. <laughs> anyway, it's time to get to work, David. What's next on the agenda? And by that I mean the agenda of our day, not the agenda of meddling politicians and or Zionists slash hippies slash feminists slash Ramonas slash experts slash twats. Do you want to take the kids to school or fuck your wife? You should probably take the kids to school first. <laughs> I mean, come on, he's a shit, but let's Education comes first. Wife comes second, if you know what I mean. <laughs> he's getting into the spirit of this. <laughs> Absolute. I think I might be Brexit Day. <laughs> oh, God. Gently hugging Kevin and Timothy with the full grip of your warm, loving fingers, you slide the barrels of both fully loaded .38 specials gently underneath your belt, underneath your trousers, underneath the elasticated band of your no-frills traditional boxer shorts underwear. Waiting until you feel the rim of each barrel resting on the elasticated sag of your ball sack, you flick both safety catches off and feel alive for the first time since 1995. <laughs> now that we've taken these good boys to school, let's see what fools out there need a learning. Today's curriculum, advanced freedom. <laughs> what do you want to do now? I don't know. What's the, what's the option? All you need to do at this point is, is fuck your wife. Oh yeah, that one. I've no idea what you're talking about. Why would I want to fuck a gun? Why do you presume that everyone who puts the value of unbelievably deadly weaponry above that of human happiness and life is de facto some sort of reprehensible weirdo? I do not have regular sexual intercourse with my morally defensible collection of assault rifles. I simply believe in my right to enjoy equipment that could kill a stranger from a mile away as a quote-unquote fun toy. 
Just because one or two bad apples get involved, suddenly we're all treated as wrongans and deviants, as if I am a foreign man, or a woman, or physically short, or obese, or disabled. How is it fair for me to be treated like that? Would the government ban Duplo just because one man decided to go on a rampage and murder 20 people by physically forcing Duplo down everyone's throats? No. So why do they shove anti-gun legislation down our throats? You can tell I've just made an impossibly strong point because I cleverly ended the sentence with what sounded like a clever pun. I do not have sexual intercourse with guns, and I'm furious that you, as liberal Illuminati safe space snowflake scum, would equate my harmless experimentation with inanimate objects in the privacy of my own luxury bungalow with sexual impropriety <laughs> and deviancy. Love is a matter between a man and a woman, or a woman and a woman, if properly supervised by a photographer for a special interest <laughs> magazine. Just because I put food in my mouth, it doesn't mean that I love food. I am merely exploring the possibilities of reality in a cold and calculating, non-hysterical manner. When I carefully lubricate the barrel of a rifle or a pistol or an automatic shotgun and insert it into the depths of my hungry anus, I do so with all of the rigor and control of a rational, manly scientist. And when I cry myself to sleep at night thinking about how scared and alone I am and how the world is changing and I have achieved nothing, there is no sordid tonality to the manner in which I desperately roll smoke grenades back and forth across my nipples. When I explore the boundless failings of my own self-esteem by whispering sneering nuggets of bigotry to the decommissioned US M60 machine gun gently propped up by four pillows beside me, there is no warmth or weirdness to be witnessed there. Just a man having a man-to-man -man with a big-ass gun in a big manly way. And if we kiss and cuddle afterwards, who are, you, who are you to say what's wrong? Society? The government? Are you my dad? Are you my daddy? God, I wish my daddy had loved me. I wish I wasn't so afraid. I wish I wasn't such a blistering barrage of shite, but I am. And it's good that I'm not allowed to have quite so many guns. <laughs> so I thought I'd just put that on TripAdvisor. Go West. Are you actually... <laughs> <laughs> Examine the gun. kids. The There's a key and a door. <laughs> That's, that was that. That's good. Matt, in your research, I, my research. Okay. Did you find out, do different, do, does one kind of bullet work in more than one kind of gun? That's got to be right. Well, if it's the right caliber. Of course it is. You get like one, no. one bullet that goes in Shut multiple up. guns. <laughs> it's true. If I assumed he'd researched that those fit. It, yeah. yeah, you've got yeah, small bullets, medium bullets, large bullets, and yeah, extra large bullets. And extra no, 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 because if that was true, they would just call it like... by an extra large bullet. It would call it like shotgun. Oh, they do call it shotgun shells. That's a bad example. <laughs> Listen, we like you a lot, but you have to understand you don't have a microphone. And so also, yeah. com yeah. conversations with the audience don't work. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I just realised as well that someone just saw me finish a pint and then went, hold, held up a pint. And I went, yeah, and then they passed it all the way down. I have no idea that is. Mate, just drank it. Don't drink it, It's Gav. her, you twat. She says. <laughs> I'm still gonna do it. I've drank it now. Well, I want one of you. Well, I was just going to point out that I think it's beautiful that the weapons industry has come upon a, an agreed-upon standard, whereas if I buy a copy of FIFA for the Xbox, I can't play it in the PlayStation. <laughs> and if the weapons industry can figure out their differences, Microsoft and Sony can figure out their own. True. Wow, Thank you, you. you know your audience, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's great that you can be on a stage uh, and just make like really brave statements like that. I know. Good. Right, so which one of us is going to fuck off now? Should it be me? I feel it should. Well, no. Uh, 
Oh, I like you. Uh, I could, I could, I could scoot off. No, he's going to go, he's going to go change. I'm going to do a feature. I'm not changing. All right. I'm just going off to go to drink. Okay. There's no, there's no props. I don't rely on props for my comedy. Of course. <laughs> Why would I ever think that? Sorry. What Fuck you, you. Where are you going? Do you want me to get you a drink while I go away and get changed into my pajamas? Yes, please. If you've got hands, I'd love a Sierra Nevada. Yeah, but I'll neck that. Cav, you're a t- fucking... It's Monday, baby. I was really scared. Okay, for the benefit of the people at home, what do you all want from the bar? I'll go and get it now. Sierra Nevada. <laughs> Can I have a beer? Oh, fuck you. You're the worst kind of 16-year-old walking into a pub and fucking plaguing my life. Everyone everyone who was here for the first time still having a good time? <laughs> I was really scared that when you were all deliberating who had to fuck off next, you were just going to say, it's fine, he's over there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why I did my fucking feature. I'm back. Hello. And now it's time for Steve's regular feature, Steve's Erlingus Accidents and Incidents Wikipedia page. <laughs> I did try and convince you to call this Stevepedia, so it wasn't quite so clear that you were just reading Wikipedia pages. So this weekend was Brighton Pride. Yay. I had a very good fun time. I had too much fun. I had far too much fun. I was felt up by an Australian man. Steve, are you still having fun right now? Or are you you coming down off the fun that you had? (laughs) I loudly mimicked the Turkish kebab man who was serving me a kebab, his accent back to him. You are Brexit, Dave. Why did you do that? Because he said kebab in a funny way. And I was like, you're not going to kebab. You're saying it worse. People are leaving. (laughs) It was They failed to see the irony of mine, and now that you're hammering that home, like Look, a bad it nail. it went badly. Any first-time Turks in the audience? <laughs> <laughs> also, Steve's boyfriend is here, like, obviously people at home can't hear this, but how bad was it? This is mostly an apology. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 how bad was on the incident? On a scale of one to ten, how bad was the incident? I mean, on a Steve scale or a normal scale. <laughs> on a Steve scale or a normal scale? On a normal scale. Normal scale. Fourteen. Fourteen, he said. 14. <laughs> he said... He thought I was the Turkish man. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> you do look a bit. No. Go on, no, what are you talking about, Reese, anyway? <laughs> Your hand was like that, actually, you do look a bit. <laughs> well, this is what I do on my hungover days. I go on Wikipedia and look up airline crashes <laughs> <laughs> to make myself feel better. There's always someone out there who's having a worse time than you. Precisely. And I thought the flag carrier of Ireland, Erlingus, not only has a really funny sounding name, sounds a bit like Cunnilingus. Um, but we have only, as an airline and a nation, suffered two incidents. So, well, well done. Sorry. <laughs> as a nation. It's got 2017 nation. Heard where we're like applauding. <laughs> yeah, you're... You're too loved on this podcast. Like, wh- like they applaud you because you went to Pride. Like, you've been to about 19 Pride Days this year. I love that. Like, I was racist against a Turkish man, yeah. and I got away with it. Yeah, yeah but Ilinga, so. <laughs> just like the fact in 2017, we're just applauding when there haven't been that many uh, yeah. incidents. Yeah. Um, I'm going to read out some of them uh, from Wikipedia. And um, 
I realize Wikipedia is free and you've all paid to be here. <laughs> so don't even bother pointing it out downstairs. But I've chosen a good article to read. There's a degree of curation involved. Bad story. Erlingus Flight 712. Um, this, was a, this was a good one. Um, crashed en route to, uh, from Cork to London in 1968, killing all 61 passengers. That's not great. Obviously, it's oh. quite sad. Oh. oh, no one cheered that. <laughs> but get this. So what I realized in my investigations is all two, did I say two crashes? Mm -hmm. They're fucking weird. Because get this one. Although the investigation into the crash lasted two years, the cause was never determined. There has long been popular speculation that the aircraft was shot down by a British experimental missile. What, what makes it experimental? Did you make a big green flame? <laughs> it was playing a little song. <laughs> I continued reading, my curiosity not sated quite yet. And this one f effing blew my mind. Here we go. Erlingus Flight 164 uh, was flying from Dublin to Heathrow. Stop me if you've heard this. <laughs> While on approach to Heathrow, 55-year-old Australian named Lawrence James Downey went into the, into the toilet and doused himself in petrol. He went to the cockpit and demanded that the plane continue on to Le Touquet in France and refuel there for a flight to Iran. Upon landing at Le Touquet, Downey demanded the publication in the Irish press of a nine-page statement that he'd written and had the captain throw out of the cockpit window. <laughs> there was an eight-hour standoff. This is, this, is, this is all real. Is that the front window or just one of the little windows? It's like one golfing. One of the cockpit yeah. windows. You would have fed it out in They're like A4 small. sheets. Mm. Oh, I think you meant the pilot got... It sounded like you meant the pilot had to go out the window. Out. Get out of that window! <laughs> I can't fit. Get out! Oh, I see. Yeah, What's the hold up? It's like, well, the hole is that big. Yeah. <laughs> So after an, after an eight-hour standoff in, uh, in, in France, the special forces stormed the plane and apprehended him without any shots. No one was injured. It emerged that Danny was being sought by police in Australian connection with a $70,000 land fraud incident and also in Ireland for assault. Um, in his statement, Danny claimed to have been a Trappist monk in the 1950s, which was confirmed. The man was a Trappist monk. He was expelled for punching a superior monk. <laughs> was he the monk superior? He then took a job as a tour guide in Portugal at the shrine devoted to Our Lady of Fatima, who was said to have appeared before three children and shared them three secrets. At the time of the hijacking, what? the third secret was only known to the Pope. Downey's statement called on the Vatican to release this secret to the public. <laughs> I feel what like for context, two? everyone here should know, Steve took a day off to do this yeah. feature. <laughs> <laughs> so I started looking up. I like the, the three goes, secrets of Fatima. Steve goes to Bride and, and comes back, a racist conspiracy theory. <laughs> <laughs> no more kebabs for this man. <laughs> So, look, so apparently, um, Mary, mother of Jesus, appeared before <laughs> some children. Apparently. Gave them three secrets. Um, two of them were revealed, but the third secret, the, the girl who heard it struggled to remember it, saying she was not yet convinced that God had clearly authorized her to act. 
1943, a bishop ordered her to write it down. Are we a spin-off of InfoWars now? This is, this is the point at which I can't tell whether this is... Yeah. Wikipedia this or is a Steve feature. You can verify this yourself. This all happened. This is like a. This is. She wrote this. So I'm going to tell you what the secret is. This is like are. Dave Allen. Like you are Dave Allen now. So the first secret was to do with. A, it was a very precise description of hell. And like, why does Mary know so much about hell? Am I right? Yeah. <laughs> Am I right? No. It says audience interaction part. <laughs> <laughs> audience feature. I mean, if she's so holy, what's she doing down there? Hanging out around hell. I'm with you, man. <laughs> the second one was about um, World War I and when it would end. She weren't in that. What? I mean, I think a better secret is when it's going to begin. The third secret was put inside an envelope. Wait, uh, sorry. The third girl failed to really remember it. Put it in envelope. She was like, oh, I don't think God wants me to tell anyone yet. <laughs> oh my God. Well, thank you very much. A member of the audience in pajamas. <laughs> a beautiful woman has just brought us two pints She's of lamb. Is it you. a ghost? She's gone. But what were those pajamas? Was it an experimental missile? <laughs> Goodness me. This has I mean, become lady, very surreal. Lady yeah, I, I Jesus Christ. <laughs> Alright, okay. This has been very disruptive to my feature. Yeah, sorry. I, I quite frequently don't know what's going on with these shows, but this has really stepped it to a new level. There's another first timer coming. <laughs> he just did that. <laughs> Wait, is that. I can't tell with the lights, but is that Pablo? Nah, he's fit, no, man. I'm Shut <laughs> He's white, apparently. All right, shh, shush now. <laughs> because you'll never guess what I've only gone and got. <gasps> Envelope secret. From the Pope himself. I gave him a bit of a Freedom of Information Act. I was like, Mother Effa, you need to give me this. As a Catholic, I deserve to know what the third secret of Fatima was. And, and I'm not going to hijack a plane to find out. But you are doused in petrol. I'm going to go through EU channels. <clears throat> oh, you still bloody can. And, um, and so, this, so this is it. This is, this is the, uh, the secret from Mary, mother of Jesus Christ. <clears throat> Dear assholes, <laughs> it's me, Mary, the holiest MF in all of Bethlehem. <laughs> you may have heard of me since God put his only son in my virgin womb. And that guy turned out to be Jesus Christ, the guy who does stuff with fish and lepers. <laughs> As the woman who gave birth to a literal god, I'm absolutely brimming with unspeakable hot secrets that, if ever told to man, would pierce the thin veil of fate that separates sanity from madness. Now, I can't help but notice that you've sealed my third secret in an envelope, not to be opened until 1960. What the fuck was all that about? That was going to be a really good secret, the best one. I was going to tell you which four words, when said out loud, allow you to levitate for 30 minutes at a time. <laughs> My secret was going to usher in a new era of human levitation in which everyone, from George Clooney to George Clooney's wife, the human rights lady, <laughs> could hover a couple of inches above the... She's not very woke, Mary. <laughs> <laughs> we now say... 
You say the human rights lady and her husband, George Clooney. <laughs> the thick human rights lady. <laughs> ah, the old one-day meme joke. <laughs> But since you treated my secret like it was a fucking warning about paying your TV license, <laughs> you don't get to learn Mother Mary's four words that will make you hover. Instead, you get secret B, the backup secret for people who put things in envelopes and then don't even open the envelopes when they say that they will. Here, here is the secret. In Pokemon Red, in Mount Moon, you can find a moonstone on basement floor two after going down the final ladder just before the steps leading to the two fossils at the end of the dead-end path inside of the wall. Okay, thank you. <laughs> this has been Mary with your third secret. Now, holy shit. As Gav, made clear, as Gav made clear, Steve took a day off to write this speech. <laughs> yeah, and I'm glad he did. When I, think I, he did, he when I walked <laughs> into this venue, Steve had the Game FAQ's website open <laughs> for Pokemon Red, specifically. Not even the IGN page. That's pathetic. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, no offense, Steve, but it is up there with when I just came on stage and said Brie and then had a nervous breakdown. <laughs> the process works. <laughs> that was fantastic. That was Thank wonderful. That was some wonderful lines. <laughs> Mary wasn't very woke. Uh, who's gonna Who's gonna leave now? I'll go. <laughs> I feel I feel like I should. <laughs> but you can sit there. You right. Watch the rest of it. Of it. Oh wait. Steal this person's chair. Someone left. Take their chair. You can he's do coming, what you he's like. Coming back. You're in hopefully. No. No. Not that one. There's nothing weirder than sitting in silence next to other people whilst they touch your genitals. All right? Sis, you're right. I don't think we've paid any attention to this new member of the podcast. For more than four minutes. For the, the readers. sixth member of regular features. It's somebody in pajamas with blonde hair. Blonde hair. Why, why would you bother paying attention to me? I'm just. Oh, God, I'm so tired. <laughs> uh, hello. Hello, anyway. Hello. I'm Nick Clegg. <laughs> and I'm ever so sleepy. <laughs> Why, why so sleepy, Nick? You probably ask. I mean, I, I hear you asking it. Do you do you long for the long dark slumber of the bad idiot? And I sort of, if you, if you said that to me, I'd say, well, that's, where did that come from? I'm just a sleepy guy. You should try being a bit kinder. I want to point out this isn't an in joke. <laughs> <laughs> Professional. Get off the stage. Oh my god, I'm so loud now. I startled myself. I almost woke myself up, Steve. Thank you. And then, anyway, then you might look at me and say, Hey, Nick Clegg, I hear your favorite polish is Mr. Sheen. Well, now you've caught my ear. This is actually true. It really does shine umpteen things clean. But then I'd be curious as to why you're shouting at me across the foyer of a Marks and Spencer's food hall. <laughs> then you continue. Because you broke all your pledges. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, before disappearing into the cooked meats aisle. 
Not knowing where you are, I would ask for use of the tannoy to try and get across how bad your joke was. <laughs> you don't break polish, I'd say, and all pluralized bland names like that. Bland names. Brand names. Like, you can't just say pledges and it means two cans of pledge. Ugh, so that comment doesn't actually bother me at all, actually. Oh, fuck it. Anyway, enough, enough dwelling on the past. I'm so very sleepy and I, want, I need to get this over with. So, it's something of an open secret in the halls of Westminster that Clegg is an abbreviation of clown egg. And they call me that because I will often be seen in the corners of one of the many subsidised bars of the Houses of Commons silently, urgently leafing through the pages of this little book. It's called The Clown Egg Register. It's a real book. It's a real thing. When he put it on the stage earlier, I went, did you know uh, all the clown eggs are in Wookiee O? And he looked at me and went, keep that quiet. Like, go. <laughs> or I'm going to have to read up on this before my feature. And I did read up on it. And yes, the right? majority are kept in the Wookiee Hole Pirates Museum. Clown what, not music. in the actual <laughs> caves. The, the clown music. No, no, they're just left positioned in a cave. I assume because there's so many of them, they're the only place they can keep them in the world. Egg, hang on, hang on. Okay. What? What? Okay. Anyway, forget that. So, <laughs> what Gav has done is use his knowledge to propel you. Like I can only get, forward. I can only get two minutes into a conversation about clown eggs before I have to say, sorry. what? Te pretend <laughs> none of that ever happened. I'm sorry, you don't know what okay, clown so egg is. Anyway, to you, an egg novice. <laughs> I imagine all of you are egg novices, unaroused by the clowning world and flaccid in the face of eggs. This, a book like this would be a mere curio. I mean, did you, for example, even know that Clegg's, clowns, eggs, Clegg's, sorry, that clowns would traditionally reg register their appearance by painting it onto an egg? You see, no two clowns should look the same. And if an enemy clown impersonated your face and started killing people, impacting on your earning potential in your particular clown diocese, you could insist that they accompany you to the Wookiee Hole Clown Egg Repository. <laughs> you, you added that, because I said about it earlier. Yeah. <laughs> what? Where, where you would what? What? <laughs> where you would battle for your face using eggs like, I don't know, poker balls. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. I'm sorry. <laughs> We've been, we've been throwing our facts about this clown is a true eggs. The thing that you need to know is that <laughs> clowns register their faces in the forms of painting their faces on eggs. Right. Now, this is what I was missing. This is. Because I was in like. In your life in general. Because I was like, clowns are people. He said it sleepily like four minutes ago, man. Yeah. I didn't hear it was very sleepy. So, like, I don't know how you enforce your face. Obviously, the Pokeball thing was whimsy, which I, as Nick Clegg, am proficient in. <laughs> but basically, you go to Wookiee Hole, paint your face on <laughs> Niagara Process, which can take up to three days. Shut sure. It says so in the book. Maybe it's done by people who do Warhammer. Do the egg before... Surely do the egg before you go to Wookiee Hole. Do on the big train, surely. Yeah, you probably anyway, should do, do the egg first. Yeah. So you, so you, for back. those at home, because I, I've just spent the past five minutes being so fucking bemused, <laughs> you, as a clown, you, you draw the face you want to register on an egg. And you take it to Wookiee Hole. <laughs> you take Keep it to Wookiee Hole. 
finally, this my life makes sense. I, I genuinely thought I was having a stroke. It's so cool Have that this pa- this stage is majority clown egg proficient. I thought there was some weird thing about like clowns laying eggs and then giving birth to other clowns. Don't pass that too much. And I was like, why don't we see so many clowns? It. Is this uh, is actually it was actually a present of my boyfriend. I think boyfriend. someone just flicked through it and went, <laughs> literally just clown faces on eggs. Stop. That's it. Stop looking at it because it's funnier. Give it back. <laughs> Give it to Nick Clare. Anyway, as far as the process goes of winning your face back, once you've won your face back, you are then entitled to spend around three minutes pretending that a bucket contains water, (laughs) when in fact it contains no such thing. (laughs) (laughs) That is what the book means to you, egg novices. But to me, a man who has dedicated his life to the psychosexual worship of clowns, and a man who has spent every moment since his balls woke up imagining having a threesome with a clown and his egg. <laughs> this is nothing short of a dick spurt Bible. <laughs> I mean, I'm not even sure what would happen in the threesome. Maybe the clown could watch while I rest the egg on my belly button. And I, I'm not even sure what any of us would be doing. I assume either me or the clown will be wanking. <laughs> anyway it's time that I Nick Clegg shared my explosive love of big repulsive terrifying men and their fragile avatars I would like to introduce you to my five oh, no I didn't get time to do five it's two <laughs> <laughs> my two favourite clowns and their eggs and we don't have really the capacity to do a slideshow here, but if you all want to go to bit.ly slash Clegg you can look at the We'll just clowns. give people a minute for this. Because yeah, uh, for readers at home as well, if you're on, hopefully not on a train, but if you're on a bus... Then this guy leaving to get an iPad. <laughs> <laughs> to buy one. <laughs> the Apple store is about 25 minutes away. You want to just... There's only three slides on it. And... Only the third one is the funny one. No, it's Clegg Egg. Clegg egg. Clown Egg was taken. You fucking idiot. <laughs> People who are here for the first time. Ah, one, one guy remains. Brilliant. It's three pictures. One of. <laughs> yeah, that's slide one. You may, you may all now move to slide two. <laughs> This is there are shocks of uh, uh, kind of bursts of shock and and awe. This coming. is anarchy. This is this is this is. I'm em- I'm empowering you to make your own content. Go on. Anyway, number one of two. I'm. S- I bet you're really glad it's not five because this. This sleepy Nick Clegg voice is quite slow. <laughs> Somebody wake up Nick Clegg. Joe, wake up Nick Punch Clegg. Punch me. Punch me and show me your Where? nip. Show me your nip and I'll wake up right up. Show me your nip. Show him your nipple. Show everyone your nips. Wake up. Woo! Oh, yeah. That's... Oh! Nick Clegg's head that's jumped off his head. <laughs> so this clown egg you're seeing right now is Carbuncle. And when I say Carbuncle, everyone... 
in this fucking room anyway, automatically assumes that we're talking about the ancient word for red gem, the red gem that adorns the head of the recurring summon in Final Fantasy games. <laughs> well, fucking grow up. We're not talking about video games. <laughs> Carbuncle is actually a portmanteau of the words uncle and carbohydrate. <laughs> His act is a long and badly played game. First, he, he gains the trust of your family and is generally pleasant to you apart from a strange recurring insinuation that you are the kind of person who would lie about waking up with a potato in your hand. <laughs> Once he feels like this seed has been properly sown, Carbuncle will sneak into your room at night and you guessed it, put up a new potato in your hand <laughs> and gently curl your fingers over it. When morning comes over breakfast, he will giggle at his private joke as you wonder whether it's worth telling, him, worth telling anyone what happened because it doesn't seem that important. Eventually, you decide against saying something, and that drives Carbuncle wild. Over the course of the day, you will receive a string of texts. Couldn't help but feel you were holding something back over breakfast this morning. Care to share? To be more specific, did, did anything crazy happen with some carbs last night? Sorry to keep texting, but did you wake up with a potato in your hand? Wow, if so. I wouldn't tell anyone. No one will believe you. This is just the kind of thing you'd say. You've cried wolf too many times. P.S. You can eat the potato. It's not drugged. <laughs> if I delete tests on my phone, do they disappear from your phone too? <laughs> I didn't do anything weird. Don't tell your aunt. <laughs> I have glued a little farfalla pasta to your cat. It looks like she's wearing a bow tie. I'm not all bad. <laughs> <laughs> By the time you get home, Carbuncle will be gone, leaving a bewildered aunt and a single wholemeal lasagna sheet with I win written on it in Sharpie. <laughs> the sex I, Nick Clegg, imagine having with Carbuncle the Clown <laughs> is having him entirely coat my body in a foot-deep layer of smash, then letting 12 of his clown friends fuck the smash off of me in clumps. <laughs> It's a bit like Pop-Up Pirate, a game where you shove plastic swords into a barrel until the pirate immediately jumps out of the barrel, his erect penis firing out litres of spunk, if memory serves. <laughs> the second of two, the second and final egg, is... Um, yes, this is slide three now. Oh, pop-up pop pirate-based jokes are uh, right bang in my Venn diagram. That's tickled me, bro. This is Rom Jeremy. Somebody, somebody show me, for those of you who were on the tube and cannot see it, the final picture is an egg with Ron Jeremy's face with robotic arms and a massive penis coming out of the side of his chin. And, and one he, of the robotic arms is really... Sort of tenderly holding the. Well, he's doing like I'm a little teapot, isn't he? He's I, doing I'm a, I'm a little teapot. I'm a little teapot. See my cock. I spent. And it's wonderful if someone's showing me this, but I've seen this. I've seen this so many times today. <laughs> I have seen that image so many times. It's. Can I generally have like those the pajamas at the end? Yeah. No, I bought these for a pajama jam night. Oh. Keep going. I, I didn't really understand. Yeah. Keep going with whatever this is then. No, While we're out of character, can I did I just spend some, some seconds putting the claw so it looked like he was actually wanking his yeah, bell end really off. That's really good. Yeah. Yeah, so that, that, uh, just while we're out of character, is Nick Clegg sleepy 
literally yeah, just because you wanted to wear pajamas. Um, I found something in my room which I thought that adds a third dimension to this character. Wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what no, about good. the Victoria Woods wig? I literally haven't worn these pajamas for about fifteen years, mm. and and they are. Well, give a give a shit then. There's there some could choice. be fucking spiders. In okay, them. I don't <laughs> even know. I don't know yet. Well, I think okay. for future reference, making an on-stage persona very sleepy. Let's do a script. Yeah. <laughs> what was? What, no, no. Say what you're saying. Say what you're saying, Matt. Oh, I didn't catch what was going on with these clown eggs. That's all I'm saying. I don't think that's true. Uh, I think we all know what clown eggs are now, don't, don't we? Know. It's a journey together. I just, I just want to point out, we still have one more feature to go, and if anybody tries any of this shit with mine, then <laughs> I will beat up everyone on the stage. Shall I go on with Rom Jeremy, or do yes, you have please. more bitching shit to say? I'm just saying. I'm glad you woke oh. up. I'm I'm just glad you've woken up. I think, it's, I, think it's, I think everything's brilliant now. I'll be sleepy again soon. <laughs> but if there's anything that gets my Lib Dem dicker spinning, it's robots. <laughs> From Johnny Five off of Short Circuit. Short Circuit. Yeah, I'll, I'll keep that in. Good, good, good private joke to myself. <laughs> to the heartless machines in the Tory party. I am basically driven horn dog batty by anything with enough power and inf indifference to effortlessly crush my finger in a hinge or lop off my arm with a circular saw. Knowing that something can kill me, yet silently suffers my presence, is the highest compliment I feel I will ever receive. <laughs> Rom Jeremy is half robot and half porn star. His clown egg contains all of the human emotions that allowed Rom Jeremy, Ron Jeremy as a human porn star, to say encouraging things whilst receiving oral sex from his oversized penis. <laughs> Who can in fact forget Ron's classic oral sex encouragement monologue, which took place unexpectedly on the set of Radio 4's panel show, Just a Minute. <laughs> Oh, you like that dick, don't you? Yeah, you do. Ye enjoy that wiener. This old dick of mine. Yes, sir, here's a priapic endowment presented for thine pleasure. And you are slurping away like a trooper, which is precisely, exactly, and unambiguously what I'm after right now. Just keep going on exactly as you are. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. <laughs> We have a challenge from John Holmes. There was a repetition on exactly. And that's not even counting the three boys who just passed through. It is a correct challenge, so a point to John Holmes, who must now take his place in the lovely Cynthia's mouth. John, you have 36 seconds left on the subject of you like that dick, don't you? Since becoming a clown and oh. then a <laughs> robot, Ron Jeremy has a quite average hey. range. This is sleepy Nick Clegg. <laughs> yeah, there's no Matt says that shit. I mean, you, as dismissive as you are of my feature, you seem keen to appropriate No, no, it. no, it's just this... Whose yeah, first time is it tonight? Challenge. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... Yeah. But if it's a correct challenge, doesn't it pass on? I mean, it says I'm John Holmes, and it says it passes over to John Holmes, so I was just following what the logic of the script. Sorry, you carry on. Since becoming a clown, I've gone sleepy again now. Since becoming a clown and then a robot... Rom Jeremy has quite an average range of skills. He can only juggle two balls and make basic balloon animals such as the worm and two worms kissing. 
But his patter is hypnotic. You like that juggling, don't you? Check it out. This is some top-tier clown shit, and you're gobbling it up like a cloud of adoring pricks. Oh, yeah, and he's got lasers coming out of his eyes because I just remembered he's a robot, and I forgot to do anything with that information. <laughs> anyway, if I, Nick Clegg, were to have sex with Rom Jeremy, I would probably just put a massive magnet up my ass and realise that too late, Rom Jeremy weighs about 50 tonnes, so the magnet will just fly out of my guts. <laughs> There was a third one, the third clown egg I loved that was called Evil Betty the Rancid Clown with bad tits and a gone-off smell about her. <laughs> but the less said about her, the better. I just turned into Zambing Boing Bang Boing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey. Well done, Lord. Thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> so keen to cut me off. I could do this character all night. So <laughs> slow, you get so much time to think about the next thing you can say. I love him. He's one of my favourites. We doing quints. This is it. This is quintuple feature. Have you noticed how uh, Gav's manipulated skillfully this podcast so he never has to be off it? I wish I had. Is there a beer to your? All right, guys. We know what you're here for. There you go. Yeah. So what, 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 what? yeah, and you've got him already, so now you have to suffer me, it's fine. Oh, Who here? In my brief time in the audience, I realized how terrible you truly are. <laughs> I thought you were going to say how ugly they really are. <laughs> I went, I went cool, right down Why would I want? Fuck you, Fuck you again. No, Steve said it. No, you said it. No, 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 no. Oh, yeah. you, these guys are terrible. Awful. Bad. <laughs> Joe especially. Focus on Joe. I can't deal with this spotlight. Focus on Joe. Let's, uh, let's take this mother home downstairs where we can booze. Uh, who here has ever had an intimate wax? Yeah. <laughs> Three, I count two hands and one vocal. <laughs> what? <laughs> Does it have to be by yourself? That's you not what yourself. intimate and intimate wax mean. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, doesn't matter. Go on. I was filling while I unfolded a bit of paper. So I, I had to get an intimate wax for a thing recently. <clears throat> and the thing was my dick. <laughs> <laughs> your, di your dick commissioned you. It looked like a werewolf's leg. <laughs> We had, <laughs> we had a big chat. It looked like Robin Williams' arm. <laughs> um, and uh, I was like, enough is enough. Uh, so, so I went and got the whole thing. So like, imagine if you can, people at home. I'm sort of doing, I'm sort of touching the top of my where my fat ends. Pubis. What's the top The pubis. The mons pubis. Okay. So basically... It's, the mount, it's named after the mountain on Mars. All your bits, <laughs> basically. I had to get all... I, I got all my bits intimately waxed by a lovely man uh, in East London called Ed uh, from Matcha Waxing. He's here tonight. Are you serious? Hello. Yeah. That deserves a lights up. Is he uh, one of the first timers? Let's get a lights up. Light. Hey guys, Ed, Ed's not here. So. <laughs> <laughs> you absolute. Yeah. Boy, that guy. Yeah. 
you absolute fucker. That's easy for shouting out stuff, wasn't it? <laughs> Ed. Um, I was going to promise that he's going to wax everyone in the audience, but would you mind? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm, I'm, I'm basically, I, I realise it's a hot room. We've never done five of us. This has gone on quite long, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to yeah. skip through Guys, some Guys, it's, it's half past 12. I don't know if the tube's, <laughs> the tube's stopping very shortly. So. Um, but basically, uh, I'm skipping through a bit where Ed, who's amazing, I knock on the door, and he gives me a really lovely welcome, and then his dog... Kinky Spencer <laughs> bites all your pubes off. <laughs> the end! <laughs> Runs out into the street. And then I grab Kinky Spencer and Kinky Spencer's fine. Okay. Anyway. So, I've never had any of that. I'm like, I'm not, I know I look hairy on my face, but that's literally it. Pretty much it. Like, I mean, I think the rest is kind of normal here. So, but I was still kind of nervous about having... <laughs> everything whacks so like where if you're nervous and you go to the doctors or something like that then you make like shit small talk and even if some a man is about to touch your dick <laughs> you you still kind of do that so like this this is a horrible bit here where he makes like a lovely joke to put me at ease and i'm so nervous that i miss it um about what it makes a joke about what he ma- it just makes a lovely joke to put me at ease. Oh, so hold on. on. About Did your knees. Someone... <laughs> but you, you Not are... about how diseased I am. But you're recording him. So I... Sorry, yeah, Steve, thank you. I, reco- he... I recorded the entire thing. Right. Um, <laughs> Does he know that you're recording him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I asked him, I okay. asked him if I could record it beforehand. Um, uh, I hope this is fine because I've mastered it. I, I've had water in my hair for about seven days. Ear. Ear. Not your hair. Your ear. hair, so yeah. yeah. For about seven days. Uh, so hopefully you can hear any, yeah. of, this, any of this. Okay, ready? So this is, this is me com- completely missing a little joke that he does to put me at ease. Horrible nervous laughter. And me just trying to make like awkward conversations happen with him. Poor Ed. Bless him. So what do you need me to do? So you do the intimate parts. So yeah, we'll get the undressed, yeah. please. Okay. Just ask on the bum post, because it's a bit easier. Yeah. Whatever you think, man. Whatever you think is the best to do. You're going to have to lay on your front, head a bit sway. Yeah, I've never had anything done before, so be gentle with me. Obviously. No, don't worry, fine. <laughs> Only two people died so far, so it should be okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Ed says, I said, oh, please be gentle with me. I've never had this done before. And Ed says, ah, it's fine. Only two people die before. I missed that. And I'm just like, ha, 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 ha. Great, Ed. We're such good friends. <laughs> um, I'll warn anyone who's had food. This, the, next, the start of the next bit is uh, him applying wax to my, I guess, hairy ass. Uh, right uh, in the crack hole. No, 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 no. This is on the outside. Okay. Outside right now. Uh, <laughs> Stay tuned. <Yeah. laughs> oh, and then he, and, and he takes it off. Okay. But also, the thing that I learned is, uh, you know, 40-year-old version, you know, waxing scene? That set the waxing community back 30 years. It's pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> That's is that it? Are waxing. you doing it right now? Th- this is the, the wax I'm applying now. Okay, yeah. And uh, now I'm going to move the hair. Right. What state of erectness are you in with all this commotion around your feet? It's it's kind of bad for the press and the moves as well. They make fun of the the, the job, which is unfair. Because, I mean, like the 40-year-old virgin. Right, okay, yeah. The whole whole thing about all is kind of... They do make a... 
Like I said, some people they want to come here for like a charity kind of joke or yeah, which I don't usually. Uh, no. he, he hates people going there for a joke. Sorry. Oh, yeah, no, you take are we, seriously. Are we absolutely sure that Ed isn't Steve doing his Turkish kebab in Russia? <laughs> <laughs> He's so similar. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so I learned that about the thing. For your virgin, fuck it. Um, so I love that's weighing on the minds of, uh, of wax artists. It really is though. Country. Like he mentioned it four times. In an hour? Stephen Carell is not welcome. He's a very hairy man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he can't get waxed. He's only going to get money. He can't get waxed in LA, I'll tell you that. He's only going to get hairier. He's um, fucked. So, like, you hear me there, like, it's getting the first bits off my ass, and my ass is not that hairy. So, it, it hurts a bit, but not a lot. But then he starts, like, putting a lot. I, I feel like he's giving me nice bits of wax, and then he starts. <laughs> Giving me not so nice. The mean wax. We're, like, we're, we're still on the bum here. We're still on the bum here. Because the people like the way it is, like you're more private and more relaxing. Yeah. More like you high profile people want to be discreet and. Uh... Ah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The good part about my treatment is very, it's fast. Yeah. He keeps saying like he keeps saying things like the best thing about how good I am at waxing is it doesn't really hurt. And I'm trying to be cool, being like, yeah, that's 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 right, Ed. It doesn't hurt, does it? I totally agree. <laughs> yeah. I keep thinking he's in here. <laughs> I I've bought into that completely. I shouldn't have told you it wasn't him. Um, and so the next bit is him saying that apparently. Because it goes on for 40 minutes. This doesn't go on for 40 minutes. Um, <laughs> but apparently not many people in London uh, do intimate waxing. Um, and there's a bit in this next bit where he tells me um, <laughs> that he loves causing pain. <laughs> and especially the intimate. Not many people in London do the intimate waxing. Right. And uh, I have customers coming from other countries oh. to see me. <laughs> Yeah. I have one guy from Rome, he flies every month for waxing. Serious? Waxing. Yeah, yeah. I got a guy from Cayman Island. Right. He usually has business in London, so he comes here for, for a day to do, a couple of days to do business and then see me yeah. and then go back home. No many jobs, you get to give pain <laughs> and get paid for it. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so he says, no many people, no many jobs, you can cause pain and get paid for it. There's a, I love it. There's a very <laughs> subtle bit during that where you can hear you just very quietly go, <laughs> <laughs> Which, if you've got the skip back 15 seconds on podcast apps, is well worth listening to. <laughs> I'm not even going to joke. Like, it fucking kills, man. Yeah. Okay, so he gives me some lovely advice in the next bit. <laughs> or he will. Now I'm going to ask you to be on four poles for me. Okay. So that's... Four balls. Oh, I thought he said he wants to look at your front balls. Five <laughs> 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 in the back. Now it's time for the front balls. Uh, yeah, he wants me to get on four paws. Oh, no can you actually miss the meal properly? Right, okay. Come up and down. Uh, so, like, yep. That's, that's yeah. Lower the front yep. and relax. Okay. Not the front. So. The back side, yeah. 
Oh, sorry, yeah. yeah. Okay. Pretend to do yoga and you, <laughs> and you arch your back like you're in the position of a. Okay, so can you arch your back? Yeah, that's right perfect. Now. It's very easy, very quick. Yeah. I trust you, so it's fine. You seem like you know what you're doing. You laughed during a bit where I went. I know I'm not on the stage, but you sort of intro this as if you need this for like medical reasons. What are you doing? What are you fucking doing? I'm sorry, I've had a few drinks, but what are you doing? I care about sex for the lady that I have sex with. Yeah, Matt. <laughs> He's getting free shit from his job. Sit down and shut up. <laughs> He's gone backstage. <laughs> He's on all fours. <laughs> oh my god! So at this point, like he's making like lovely small talk, and I, I, I feel like I'm just I've lost it by this point. But he's like, oh, you're taking it way better than some people. Then so, he tells me about some amazing people. Sorry, one sec. Yeah. So is he telling you this while you're still on all fours I'm with on wax all fours on your ass? With wax on my asshole, like inside, like he spread Wait, my ass open. Wait, there's no yeah. ha- there's no hair inside is he there. What well, right up it? Is there hair yeah. you need to lose up there? It might be important, like Celia, you get inside your nose that stop, <laughs> to stop nose bogeys just flying out freely. <laughs> but this is him telling me about some bad. I'm trying to be like brave about the noise, but no, I'm being, I'm being very good. <laughs> some people scream, some people cry. Some really? People, some people. Oh my god! Some people love the pain. Really? It's hilarious. Oh, really There's like one guy. I actually stopped sending him because it was a bit too much. Right. Okay. He was. He, was, he said, "Oh, can you respond to pain? I like I like pain." So, it's kind of. <laughs> Kind of different job member you you looking for, it's not like. He's like, yeah, it's a different job, and I would charge more as well. Yeah, and it was like he, he screamed like a, like a horse. Oh my god! Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's weird. And uh, yeah, I was all about my neighbors complaining. <laughs> <laughs> the reactions from this so funny. Yeah, I have one customer. He just farted nonstop. Oh my god, that's amazing. <laughs> you're saying in that, in case you couldn't hear it, that he has a lot of people who like cry. as one guy who cries like a horse. You're one guy who likes it too much and just like, can you make it more painful? And you have to tell him to stop coming. He was like, mate, that's a different job. Wow. <laughs> and then he said he's got one guy who just farts constantly. <laughs> and that guy's name rhymes with Tony Flair. <laughs> <laughs> cry like a horse is like an Aphex twin album. Like... <laughs> Okay, so this is. Uh... <laughs> like a... What's cry like a horse? I, I just assumed he meant he was hung. This is. <laughs> he cried like a horse, proudly. <laughs> we've, we've only got a couple left, but this is the last arsehole bit. Um... Oh. That's a film. And then, uh, and then he moves on to my cock, and that hurts a lot. My oldest customer is eighty-three. Eighty-three. Yeah. Holy shit. Oh, grow up. Oh, that's gonna tear. Shit. Oh. Left. Am I gonna turn around, please? Oh. You're missing me. I have a baby bum. <laughs> <laughs> Move with a baby bum. I would recommend to trim the top. Okay. And then just clean the both the penis. Yeah. Or second choice, clean all, everything, but. No, no, no. Because my hair looks a bit nicer. Yeah, the first one looks good, man. I'm a hairy guy anyway, so it looked weird. I yeah. Think it was like all gone. Yeah, no, I, I prefer it there. The, big, the thing about trim, you have to do quite often. Yeah. Because the hair goes so thick. Because the hair. The root's still there. Yeah. But if I remove the root, the clean thing is much See, it makes sense by the laugh, I'm telling you. Yeah. <laughs> so he's saying there, like, I could trim it a little bit, or I could take it all out, and it's going to be, it's going to hurt more, but you're going to enjoy it later on. Uh, and that's, well, that's what happened. That's what he did. He just uh, did it without consent. 
Uh, pulled he was, your roots out. He, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't good. So like, he's You're going just, to enjoy it later on. What does that mean? I guess like during sex. That's what he says. Not like. You won't get that natural oh. bounce back from yeah. your pubic bush. <laughs> What's that? Okay, so in frictionless it, sex. In this next bit, we're deep into waxing my balls. Oh, um, help us. And like, it's generally, without fucking about, like, it's really hurting at this point. And I'm like, I'm trying to talk, so it takes my mind off here. He's talking, and it's, it's not good, man. <laughs> um, there's a lot of horrible shit in this one. <laughs> it's quite a weird British thing, isn't it? Because like British people are quite sort of reserved and I know they're gonna be yeah, fucking about feelings or yeah, exactly. <laughs> and definitely don't want to say, can you wax my balls? <laughs> oh fuck! <laughs> you wax my balls? <laughs> oh fuck! They arrived very stressed in the living room. Oh, like, that's so real. Relax, because they yeah, yeah they talked about it. <laughs> yeah. They arrived very stressed and they live really relaxed. Really? Relaxed? Like because they inhale. Yeah, this one you can repeat poof. again yeah. and again. Oh. They're very relaxed for a lot of people. Shit. Nearly oh. done. You've been wonderful. Look at that. Amazing. <laughs> Feeling like we've been a pro. Guys, thank you for all coming tonight. <laughs> you know, you know how the sound of being sick can set you off being sick. Yeah, like that was so painful. Yeah. I felt sick. Well, that's the thing, though, because he's being so nice. He's being so polite, and like we're just talking about different stuff. Like he used to be an artist, and he was an artist in London, and then his uh, studio. I've seen your dick. It's, it's incredible. It's, he's yeah. an artist. <laughs> like, he was an artist in London, and then his studio got robbed. So you went into this. Um, what? Sorry. He got robbed. The burglars forced him to wax your dick. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was an artist before. He started being a pube artist. Uh, um, all right. So this is the la this is the penultimate one. Oh, and uh, oh, you said the last one was the last one. <laughs> no, no. I said there wasn't many. Um, this is a penultimate one. So at this point, like R. Kelly comes on on his music, and I asked him to turn off the music several times, and he just said, "No, I need it." Uh, this is a bit where like you seen breaking batteries making meth that's you, me yeah. you just, this is a bit where R. Kelly's you just got really scared of the bit where he says boop boop beep beep in ignition yeah. <laughs> it's not even that it's like my mind's telling me no but my body's saying yes like, that comes on and by this point like because I, I knew I was recording it for something but I didn't know what and um, like but at this at this point I've lost all my oldest customer's 83 83 and, and I ate it no. And I just want to get out of his stupid house. There's <laughs> <coughs> so many, so many things that makes more. He's more hygienic. He's clean. He's yeah. He's kind of a. He looks good as well. Especially really. Just hip nice. I trust you, guys. It fucking kills. Oh. Oh. The good thing is a quick pain, isn't it? Once it's done, it's stop. Oh, fuck. I swear to myself. I'm doing this to myself. And... <laughs> Are you when doing you... the noises like, after you go, ah, oh, fuck? Are you also going, <laughs> afterwards as well? But it, like, it basically is, because like, it hurts so much to the point where I'm just like, I, 
this has got to stop. But then I go, oh, uh, yeah. the amount, the amount of traffic noise. It's like you're doing this in the middle of the Blackwall Tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even kidding, right? But he said like, oh yeah, I've got this really intimate area in East London. Come in. It's a flat. <laughs> it's just a flat that he owns. Like in the like back bit is where I'm being waxed. In the front bit. There's like Grey's Anatomy DVDs. Yeah, like yes, it it's fucking mental. Um, this is the last bit uh, where, uh, like, he keeps telling me things that I like I shouldn't shouldn't do afterwards. Uh, like, don't excellent. come back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell anyone you ever met me. Yeah. And then I get out, turn around, the house not even there. <laughs> You're like, my name's Sean. I've been Ed. dead for ten years. <laughs> um, this is, the, this is the last bit where I ask him for some helpful advice because I had a date two days later. And he gave me a list of so much stuff I wasn't allowed to do. Like, some of them were just like exercise. I was like, well, technically walking's exercise, isn't it? And he was like, ha ha, don't do that, huh? <laughs> Wait, sorry. <laughs> You're gonna walk. Does he, does he say or what? Or can we, can, can we cover that afterwards? <laughs> uh, I'm worried. Here you go, this is the last bit. I've got a date with a girl on Wednesday. Oh, see? Would we'll be alright by then? Yeah, okay. Oh, fuck. <laughs> that was really good. <gasps> Have a look, sir. <laughs> like that? Yeah. So we're, so we're done here. That was the last one. That was the last bit of whatever I had. He's lying, wasn't he? Uh, no, no, no. This is right. And then he basically. Oh, this is the weirdest. <laughs> it's been pretty fucking weird so far. <laughs> <laughs> because, like, at, at this point, like, I've I've never been, I've never been touched this much by a man for an extended period of time, naked, without giving him a kiss at the end. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> without fingering him for a bit at the end. Um, so for him to just go, oh, stand up and have a look in the mirror. Like, like a barber. It felt like, honestly, it felt like proper. Yeah. I'm not even joking. I'm not even joking. Like, he held a mirror behind my ass and was like, Any, Is that good? Any bits? Could you take Any a bit off? And I was like, Ed, mate, I, I don't think I've seen my ass that close. Like, can you back up two or three paces? Gav, you have right. sent me so many pictures of your ass on WhatsApp. That's clearly not true. The RF poop shoots is between the three of us, and I'll hear no more about it. Anyway, poop shoots isn't. These this photos aren't in poop shoots. I'm missing out on poop shoots. Okay, on this your asshole. Here we go. So this is this is the last bit where he's asked me to stand up, and he it, like a barber is moving around me with a mirror, like in a fucking big knife bit. He's got a knife in it. It's awesome, man. Strange, but I'll get used to it, I suppose. <laughs> Thanks, man. My pleasure. My pleasure. Shit. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Last bit I go to him go, yeah, it's strange, but I'll get used to it, I suppose, Ed. Shit. <laughs> like, thank yeah, you, guys. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, if anybody wants to see my balls, shaft, or arsehole, I'll be downstairs in the boys' toilets. Bring a Sierra Nevada in and you'll get it all. <laughs> I'm like personal. Cheers. We'll be Good. downstairs. Thank Love you. Bye. Bye. And thank you for your patience. <laughs>